Hello and welcome back to The Casual Fan. We're now on episode 10. I didn't think we'd make it here, Shane. <laughs> here eventually. And we've big news here at The Casual Fan. First of all, there's sun in Ireland for the first time in about 10 months. We had a few casual cans. So it mightn't go as smooth as usual. But speaking of smooth, La- uh, Manscaped has now launched in Ireland. That so, was smooth. That was smooth. So we've gone years without using the right tools for the job here in Ireland. You can be one of the first men to experience these life-changing products. We haven't been able to get it done here for whatever reason, and that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, by God, do I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. You can take a longer shave. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents with their advanced skin safe technology. Plus, the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features I found is the LED light, which illuminates for a closer shave and more precise trimming. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience this firsthand. Make every day feel like St. Patrick's Day, because that's when this offer ends, the day after St. Patrick's Day on the 18th of March. 20% off and free shipping with the code CASUALFAN, that's all caps, C-A-S-U-A-L-F-A-N, at manscaped.com. Link is in our Instagram bio, at the casualfan underscore pod. That's 20% off with free shipping. So just use our code and your pants potatoes, as they would like us to put it, will thank you. <laughs> so, so thanks to Manscaped for that. Appreciate us hooking us up over here at the Casual Fan. Us, the UFC, Wolves. And like, we're we're all we're all in this together, like you know, <laughs> all the same level. The Manscaped family, the Manscaped family. Yeah. So if you do want to support the podcast, that would be a great way of going about it. And yeah. hopefully, this is um uh the start of a long term sponsorship. So show love to Manscaped and show love to us. Yeah. So today we'll be speaking about um what we're calling MMA March Madness. The card next week, triple header, three world title fights, unbelievable card. Firstly, Israel Adesanya versus Jan. Blahovic. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Shane. Uh, <laughs> what a fight. What's your thoughts on that, Shane? Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of classic matchup where you have, I would say, Izzy being the more, you know, skilled uh, competitor of the two. But then, you you know, size is always a factor. And to be fair to Jan, he holds the belt too. Like, so, you know, he, he obviously has skill as well. So I think, think you know, it's a good kind of size versus skill. Who will kind of come out on top? Like obviously, I think Jan would have the power advantage, but uh, he's just so much thicker, isn't yeah, he? He's so he much is. bigger, like yeah, yeah. Because I think the height they're not, you know, that much different. But even we saw Jan against uh, Dominic Reyes, he just looked so much like wider. And same when he fought Rockhold before, who came up from middleweight, that didn't go well for him. So, and Rockhold was a big, big middleweight, and Anasani isn't really. No, no, he's. I think he walked around around one ninety three, one ninety five. He's not a crazy big man. Yeah, I heard he's not a. He hasn't put on more or less any muscle. He's just kind of going up, see how it plays out. So yeah, that's kind of how I see it going. Why? What do you feel? Yeah, I think skill for skill, Izzy is a lot better. I think he's one of the only elite MMA fighters, like in strike, like striking MMA fighters. Like if you were to lob him in different sport, he would. Yeah. As he did excel in kickboxing, do you know what I mean? So, but Jan is just so much bigger than him, like. Yeah, and Gastelum hurt Izzy. So if Gastelum can hurt him, you know Jan can seriously, Definitely. seriously hurt him. And he's put out a lot bigger men than Izzy. 
but I always feel like the technical striker always beats big power yeah. like nine times out of ten. So I'm still going to go with Izzy because I feel like he does have a greatness about him and I love like this. I love greatness. So I feel like I think he'll get it done. Like but even uh, Costa was the kind of you know the big the bigger man there and the muscly man. How that go from like you know? Yeah, but it's a different thing again altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, he's very big. Costa kind of had those disco muscles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Jan is naturally big, yeah, like, he's you know what I mean? Broad, like. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so so how how long do you think the fight goes? Decision. I think goes decision. To be honest. Yeah. I think Jan. Yeah. I think uh, Izzy is not going to try <laughs> go swinging with uh, Jan, and I don't think like he. I think Jan's tough, and I don't think he's going to go out like. So I think a five-round decision, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's kind of the most... Uh, I think it won't be the best fight. You know, I think, you know, I think yeah, uh, Izzy will play kind of safe, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because you have a monster across the cage from you. Yeah. Why would you not? Yeah, I think he'll kind of try to keep him at range or kind of that kind of kind of fight, like just kind of maybe technically outpoint him or something, but... I suppose we'll see. You never know. Like he has surprised us. People have said that that's what he'll do in other fights, and he's he's put on kind of barn burners. Like so, we'll we'll see. Either way, like I don't think Jones comes back down to face Izzy. No, I don't think so. But I saw someone say uh, during the week. I can't place who it was. I think it might have been Kevin Holland on Joe Rogan, and he said like if Jones wins heavyweight strap, Izzy will go up and fight him. I, I, I still think Izzy I think Izzy has a chance to beat Jones like even at heavyweight because he looks he looks kind of slow at heavyweight so far yeah he does look slower in his training videos his, and stuff. yeah training videos but like sure <laughs> would Izzy even be able to get up there like sure well, all he has to do is just have a couple of weights in his pocket like yeah that's all you know what I mean <laughs> he just has to be 206 pounds like if he's going to be 205 yeah, yeah. there's a rule of 40 there's a 40 pound rule I think in heavyweight still is that still there? Within, I think it is still there. But, you uh, mean, where a few, where ankle weights, where you're full of But Jones, sure, he's Jones, surely he isn't going to come in at 260 either, is he? He's 250 at the moment. Whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and that's not, I don't think that's, that's not Jones' natural size either. Like, uh, I, don't think I know, so. like, he wasn't even cutting that much weights at 245. I think he was coming, at, he was starting about 225. You know, so I don't know what the story is there. He should come in at about 2.35 or 2.30. Now he might prove us all wrong again, like, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah, he's looking huge at the minute, but like we said, that might necessarily be a good thing. That's what I'm saying, though. Izzy could be the first three-out world champion. He's the skills to do it. He fought at heavyweight, kickboxing. Izzy Stipe? I think If I think if Izzy beats Jan pretty comfortably... Mm, yeah, it could be a different conversation. It could be a different conversation. I could see Yan at heavyweight. You get me? Yeah, exactly. That's why. So you have to see him there. I wouldn't count Izzy out one hundred percent, like because yeah. he has Stipe's power and he's a very big man. Yeah. But like again, who's the better striker between Izzy and mm. Stipe? It's I, not even a conversation. Yeah. Like as of today, though, I'd have I'd have Stipe. You have clearly. a golden glove boxing champion. Versus a world elite level kickboxer, level kickboxer, big heavyweight champion who's. who's I know who's I'm talking about who's the better striker. I said, yeah, is he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's going to beat him. I'm just saying who's the better striker. It's not even a conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or I thought you were saying, um, yeah, yeah, definitely is he a better striker. But if they if they fought tomorrow, I'd have I'd 
have a safe bet with Sipe. You'd have to because he's just a size yeah. difference. You never know, though. I say if, if Izzy goes do something spectacular next weekend, it kind of does. Yeah, it and like realistically, like how back. many people have landed on him? Like for Gastelum, like yeah. if he plays that fight, there's no there's no real evidence anyone in the UFC can land on him if he plays his own game and doesn't get embroiled in a brawl. Yeah, Yoel didn't touch him. Costa didn't touch him. When he's in that kind of yeah. Whitaker didn't touch him. They're all smaller men now, of course, but it's grand being way bigger if you can't land. Yeah, I think if he goes in and puts on a performance, now it kind of ends once and for all the debate of skill for skill versus size. Yeah. Because um, I know Rockhold, same, against same opponent, went up and people were like, oh, I'd have a new... Because, you know, light heavyweight, traditionally, the last years has been pretty thin in quality. So, like, oh... Rockhold will go up, he'll have a new lease of life. Because Rockhold is, is skilled, like, you know. But, mm, um, he's chinny, though. Yeah. As confidence is gone, I said. And Rockhold was risky like heavyweight anyway, though. He was a what? He was a light heavyweight yeah, fighting at middleweight. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was way too big for middleweight. He was cutting serious amounts of weight there, like. Yeah. So, Izzy's a natural middleweight. Izzy's not a big middleweight at all. Nope. I remember a few of his early UFC fights. He was coming in one eighty three. That's madness, like. Because he did he fought heavyweight kickboxing, fought things the weight of classes are different there as well. Before cruiserweight there, yeah, which is about two hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's absolutely craziness. But I do think skill wise, there's no reason why he can't beat them all. Yeah, yeah. I saw an interview with his coach, head coach uh, Eugene Berman, and with Izzy a couple of weeks ago. I see him just kind of focused in camp, just just. Uh, Seem confident, like they don't seem, you know, yeah. rattled or concerned about the size thing. Just like we're just putting in the work on. Well, go like into you know, thing. he's had over a hundred professional fights across three sports. He's not going to be nervous. No, you know what I mean. This is literally like what he does. What he does. Yeah. Um, I saw a few people saying like, "Oh, you've kind of been partying and chilling a bit." But I, I think I, I said it before in a few other podcasts. I think that like the whole this whole camp thing is really it's an MMA thing. Like a lot of combat sports people, they just they're just in shape and then they're gonna ramp up a small bit. This whole camp thing is a bit outdated. Like you know what I mean? Boxing. Like what? Like oh, I'm gonna take take three months off and come back for eight week training camp. No, like the real greats don't need that. Like they just they the skills are already there. What? Like you know what I mean? It's just sharpening the tools. There's no point putting yourself at an easy level through an absolute roiler of a a camp and then be burnt out when the fight comes you know what I mean so I think he's taking the right approach I think we'll see the fruits of that next week because same with Max Holloway like you know Max Holloway's not sparring hard the last few years because the skills are already there why would you put yourself through that just tip away do the strength and conditioning sharpen the tools close to the fight and then and get in there and fight I think fighter. I think they need to get away from this mindset of okay I'm going to lock myself away for three months train three times a day just what is that like and that was McGregor's mistake, I think. He came in, I think he was over, I think he was burnt out against Poirier. He looked slow. He probably trained overtrained. Same same with Bisping, he was overtrained his entire career, and he came in on two weeks' notice, then not trained and knocked he looked out fresh. Looked fresh as they come and knocked out Rockhold. So I think Izzy's proved kind of the the right direction there. So I don't know. Yeah, that that that's a good point, and. uh but yeah, we have seen fighters definitely in the past saying like, oh, they pull bank f- back for this camp and they feel way better. You can even just see in their whole demeanor, like in interviews and stuff, they seem, you know, 
they don't seem burnt out at their wits end on fight week they seem kind of you know pepping their steps so. that's why you often see people come in two weeks notice and win because yeah. they're training consistently throughout the year you know realistically how much more are you going to have to be fit as long as your fitness is there like when you're at that level striking out what is easy learning that he hasn't done before the skills are all there it's all just about really be getting in shape isn't it yeah so there's no point for this hard camp so I, I don't know what people are talking about there kind of annoyed me to be honest the man's over 100 professional fights and people are saying are trying to tell him what he should be doing like I am think he knows <laughs> it's not I mean he's run three sports you know boxing he was 5-1 and one and, and the, the fight he lost he was robbed and now he's only at a regional circuit there but you know these armchair quarterbacks or whatever <laughs> armchair analysts I suppose that's exactly what we are but you, <laughs> you know what I mean though yeah, people put way too much weight in their own opinions, including us. But still, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think there's definitely some value in that. We'll kind of, I, I think you know, if he wins next weekend, he could make reference to that. You know that because he he's some man for he sees when people talk bad about him online or this and that. You know, he's always keeping an eye on those kind of trends like so he, he, he'd he address it now like that uh, people think he was taking time off or whatever that like he knows his own body best like and and how to approach a fight like you said he's had over 100 professional wins so yeah I, I think he'd be coming in ready and in the right mindset but uh no it should be a good fight anyway and then next down on the card we have it's uh first card of the year with three fights three title fights sorry we have uh, Nunes and Anderson at Federweight. I have Nunes anyway, and I think, to be honest, after this one, I'm not sure how much there's left for her, especially at Federweight. Like, uh, I think she retires after this fight. I think she could, because this fight's been floated for a while, for mm. a couple of years now. Was well, it cancelled uh, before? Mm-hmm, yeah, it was. I can't remember why. I think Nunes got injured. Um, and it was originally floated about three years ago, but then Anderson lost to... Um, Holly home decision, so it was kind of put nice for a while. But was it not that fight in the summer? Remember who did Nunes fight there? Someone stepped in. Uh, it was really overmatched. It was hard to watch. It went to distance. Spencer was it? Yeah, wasn't that supposed to be Anderson? I think Anderson was meant to be after it. Anderson was meant to be uh, the card before Christmas. No, oh, fair. And enough. then remember they got uh, Figueroa in last minute. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. when she was meant to fight Anderson. Um, yeah, she completely overwhelmed. Uh, Spencer last summer so to be honest I could see this fight going quite similar to that not the same degree I don't think no like Anderson's a lot better but I still think no one, no one comes near Nunes no. when she's on I, I, yeah, I think she is you know there's not too many more fights left for her especially like uh, like financially too I'd imagine she's fairly set and there's she's headlined some big big cards yeah like the Ronda UFC 200 as well yeah she made her money like and and she yeah two UFC two hundred run the card, uh I could be mistaken I think she fought on the Jones DC two card like this is a big card this weekend yeah you know so <laughs> yeah, yeah I say she'll go I say there's not not an effort in the sport like yeah. I'm saying she's a family now and stuff as yeah well, so. they've a, her and her partner of a child now so yeah so like things could change exactly what and there's literally no one. That comes to mind, like uh, Valentina, yes, but she's fought her twice, so yeah, maybe that. But I don't people think... want to. G- no. <laughs> Does she want to go through that again? They they fought twice, 
they fought for the belt once. Yeah, do you want to put yourself through all of that again? I suppose maybe if you want to answer the questions, but like she doesn't owe it to anyone. So if I was her, I'd just retire if she won. Yeah, and if she lost as well, I'd maybe take the rematch and then retire. Like, like she has still has her faculties, hasn't taken too much damage, you know. Yeah, be a good, could be a good time to get out. But at, as of right here today, she's unquestionably the the top woman in the sport. And uh, yeah, like her last her last few fights, she just looks a real cut above the rest. So be interesting to see how her fight goes, how she performs. And then the last title fight, then we have two bantamweights, two kind of maybe some of the new era. We have Aljamain Sterling against Peter Yan. So that's a fight that's been brewing a while. They've been going back and forth. What's your thoughts on this fight, Dave? Uh, Yan wins pretty handily, I think. Think so? Oh, yeah, definitely. Obviously, if it goes to the ground, Sterling has the advantage there. I don't think Yan's a complete slouch either though on the no, ground. No, no, but like Sterling is high level to be yeah. fair on the ground, you know, strains with Matt Sayer and stuff. Yeah. But I think Yan wins it pretty easily to be honest. Like I've seen Sterling say, oh, if I take him down once, that's it. Like, uh, like Sterling is very high level. He does have that capability to look what he did to... Um, Sandhagen. Yeah. And Sandhagen's been a very good run like, since. It can happen, but I think on the balance of probabilities, I think Yan wins. Like, Yeah. See... Stops him. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a good fight, though. Okay, well, I think two, three rounds, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sterling, but I think it's a bit biased because I like Sterling. Is that what you think is going to happen? What you want to happen, though? Want. I think. Um, okay, yeah, I want. I don't know. Just, I don't know if I could see Sterling winning over five rounds either. Do you know? That means he beat him for 25, like, yeah. you know, 25 minutes. Yeah, it's not the best boxing in the division. He's vicious too. He is vicious, yeah. And Sterling's more... And he has been put out. Yeah. And he's been put out in sparring. And again, that was against Zabit, who's bigger. But... Jan's going to land big shots, so is he going to be there? That's my question. I think Jan's better... Sterling's best chance is early. Grapple early. That's what I think too. And after that, I don't see it going well for him. I, I Like, yeah, like what I would want... Or if I could see, would be Sterling maybe round two, um, submission or something. But I, I, like I said, I can't see him really winning the decision. Start His striking's going. not there yet. No, no. So his gas tank is good, but like you know, so, Jan's gas tank seemed pretty fine in his last few no, fights. Like, neither of them are going to gas. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, he, he kind of has that mean streak in him too, Jan and. I could see him like TK on him or something in the third or fourth, you know, a few takedowns stuffed. It yeah. kind of gets to that point. Oh, what does Sterling have left for him here? Potentially. Um, yeah, there's definitely, it's, I think. Where is, that, is it on in Vegas, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I was hoping it would be on in Dubai, so the timing wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a <laughs> long oh. night or early morning. But um, yeah, they, they haven't announced that they're going back to. Uh, they're going back to Fight Island, yes. Say it could be summer. Will you be at it? If <laughs> if I have restrictions allow it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no fines. So probably not. <laughs> I won't be. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I think I think Bantamweights it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be competitive, I hope. <laughs> but um I think I think there's a lot of good fights to be made now with Bantamweight, like we've Sandhag in there. We've Cruz fighting on this card as well. We've uh, Dillashaw coming back. Yeah, I don't want to see 
the Le Shaw favor. They no, don't, don't massacre my boy. Like no, that's nonsense. But it would be unbelievable if Faber pulled it off. Yeah, it's kind of nonsense too from TJ wanting to call him out. Like it's a uh, nah. Come on, this man birthed you in the sport. Yeah, like he took him is, out of high school, and like you're ob- he's obviously gonna to beat him. Like yeah, very high. is forty four. I say he's up there about that. It's just miles on the clock and everything. Nah, come and especially on. do you notice with the lighter divisions too? Is a young man's game. Like, it's a very yeah, because it's it, the speed. Like Uriah, like yeah, big fan of Uriah. Here, I absolutely but. love Uriah. Like, and it would probably be the best thing ever if he won. But I just, just no way I can see it happening. Like, yeah, unless TJ two years off, maybe he's slowed down. Maybe he looked really old in that interview he did with Brett come up. A Komodo about a year and a half ago. Somebody he's like two, two slings. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a black eye. Yeah, a bit heavier. He looked terrible there. <laughs> yeah. If something tells me he's not going to come in like that. Like No. Yeah, I think he's got I think of, uh, I think he should have been banned for life. Yeah, and I think... Um, he admitted it as, like he was on it as well. Yeah, I could definitely see the point where he could be banned for life. But just off the back of that, like there has been murmurs that he could get... the. Uh, title shot like I think that be, on no, the way back that'd can't. be scandalous yeah I can't no. was, yeah EPO's like serious and what's the odds now what really he said that was the only time he did it what uh, come on sure Garbrandt said it to him at a press conference EPO yeah. it's very specific like yeah so and there has been uh, there was rumours yeah back before the whole kind of USADA thing anyway that could be some enhancing going on at that gym. And then, yeah, Garrett. Oh, I'd believe it as well, mentioned. Alpha Male. Yeah, <laughs> even the name kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah Central, lends like. itself to it, like... Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like you said, I remember that time Garrett was calling him out. He was like, oh, you showed everyone on the team how to take drugs and all that. <laughs> EPO. Like, yeah, that's... You wouldn't hear of, like, with since USADA came in the last five, six years, there hasn't really been, like, EPO's serious... Well, apparently that's very hard to detect even for Usada. Yeah. There's like yeah. very, they don't even check. Or some, there's something, some loophole there that's easier to get away with EPO. But like, it just makes it way more conditioned, like, could go on for, if you look at Dillashaw's fights, you know, he rarely seems tired. High level output the whole, high output the whole fight. And he said he was sorry. We all know he was sorry he was caught. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So hopefully, I, I, I don't want to see him in the sport, but I, you know, to be honest, I think I am of that thing. I think that um, he found guilty of that and has proved he made it easy for him, to be fair. But I don't know, he should be let back in the sport. It's not cycling. You know what I mean? This is a sport where the... the Long-term damage. The aim is to incapacitate your opponent. You know what I mean? And if you have... Uh, like, look at all... Like, do you see... Um, Eubank was on there on TV during the week and he was talking about the Michael Watson thing. And oh, Michael yeah. Watson never recovered from that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's see what can happen in, in these kind of sports. And then if you're someone who's cheating, like, uh, I just can't. I just, yeah. I don't think, it's a disgrace really, to be honest. I think, it, I mean, what they wanted to ban Nick Diaz there a couple of years ago for five years because he was smoking weed and then Dillashaw gets two years yeah. for EPO, admitting he took it as well. It's not like they couldn't prove it and slapped them on a two-year. I don't know. Do you think that should be uh, across the board for... For and drugs? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, obviously, not retroactively now, but it needs to be brought in because you can't say, oh, you're banned because you failed positive yeah, 10 years yeah. and we let you fight for the last 10 years. What about stuff like, you know, 
like they probably should have read the rules better, but that time Mendes, he had like a foot rub cream. He is. Uh, what's that thing? You know, no, psoriasis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you believe that? I do. I do nah. believe in that instance. In mm. general, do I think he was sauced? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, s- how is it every single fighter has some kind of excuse? The only one was Yo Romero. The only fighter, how come everyone has an excuse, but only one fighter ever got a big payout? 27 million because you said I completely messed it up at Yo Romero. So why haven't wrestled if if that was the case? Jones? Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. I love John Jones, but come on. You you met John Jones, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but remember, they moved the whole event for him yeah. because they didn't want uh, Nevada. were like, no. And then <laughs> they like on four days notice to like move the whole thing to California. But he was caught what? Pictograms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or picograms or Pico, whatever. Yeah, it's a bit of a meme, like. Like, uh, obviously he got away with it or whatever but I'm saying if you are there should be trial or whatever if you are proven a drug cheat not if we think you're a drug cheat if you've been proven like yeah. TJ Dillashaw was to be taking performance enhancing drugs you should be banned from the sport yeah, in this day and age now like you know this is you know 10-15 years ago they didn't know much about what they were taking whatever now this day and age 2021 to legitimise the sport yeah like if you think if you took steroids if they were caught a basketball player I'm assuming they'd be banned for life yeah and they're not trying to knock you out they're, they're not trying to cause you damage that way like and like with the kind of cycling thing where it was big in the 90s and 2000s like they if you're caught with that you get a very significant ban quite likely banned for life and let's be honest who they cares they <laughs> well you're not hurting yeah. anyone like yeah but they, they strip all your past titles, you know, and, and yeah. that as well. It feels like in MMA, it's probably taken the least serious, which is crazy in a way, because it has the most repercussions. I mean, you're pu- yeah, you're punching and kicking someone in the head. And I think I think MMA, even though it's been increasingly, like, and legitimized in the last 10, 5, 10 years, if you allow this kind of stuff to go on, there'll still always be an asterisk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, because it hasn't reached, obviously, the main mainstream of the in America the NFL the NBA yet and I feel like it does have the potential to get there but that's just holding it back but still it would all be okay if you're I could be him but <laughs> I know yeah but, but uh, do, do you think they should be banned for life or do you think there should be yeah I think so and I think I think even like you kind of have to take mitigating circumstances yeah, into okay, account yeah. if it was with that but also let's say if they if they made that call about 10 years ago it would be, be maybe a bit harsh in a couple instances but right now here today like you said the program's been in five or six years the fighters all like DC we've heard them all talk about oh you must yeah it can be annoying but you update you know your locator thing like it's not it's not brand new anymore it's been here no. five six years so these should be the, the yeah. repercussions that come from and it like, like, I get there's tainted supplements, supplements sometimes okay yeah figure that out if that's the case then then okay not banned for life but if you're flat out just caught taking steroids you're banned and all these people with the tapes and supplements and stuff like that Michael Bisping says he never once read ingredients on any of the supplements he ever took and ne- did he pop? No. no so that that tells you all he needs to know what's the odds everyone's taken anyway I went off course there but yeah <laughs> yeah no I think uh, I, I think that they should be banned for life if it can be definitely proved like yeah. that, like those cases, like Dillashaw and a few others, where there was, you know, it was completely conclusive ban, ban, ban for life, because you know it's not the sport. It only so takes one. 
it was actually only came into my head when I watched the Eubank thing clip the other day and he was crying talking about the fallout of that like you know, yeah you know um, and it happens a lot you know even his son Nick Blackwell you know he can't ever fight again um, these aren't one-off occasions, you know. Our own Charlie Ward, uh, Joe Carvalho. These things happen in the sport, like so. And it's already dangerous enough without giving one person a massive advantage. So, you know. Yeah, no, I agree there. Um. So yeah, hopefully you're right. Yeah. Fantasy <laughs> comes flying the or something after the show. <laughs> hopefully, did a fall slips right into. <laughs> I don't know. The California kid. Hopefully he faints in the octagon or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Technical lockout. <laughs> um yeah, the other other fight we have on uh this card I kinda wanna talk about would be Cruz, Casey Kenny. It's Casey Kenny kinda up and comer, he's had a lot of controversy. He's uh I'm Sean O'Malley's teammate, is he? Yeah, but I'm not sure, yeah, if their teammates think up their their buds anyway, their buddies. Strike one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm pulling for Cruz there. To be honest, yeah, um, like a legend of the sport. Legend. Yeah, and he's he's a uh, he's really re- he's resilient. Like, yeah, he's just always he could have packed it in a good while. I feel back, like, like MMA is the most important thing in his life as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. He just always comes back, gets back on the horse. You know, like he's had some amount of gaps and like in the last five six years, he's probably fought you know a couple of times. Yeah, he just always. Gets back. Gets so I remember when he again. made his big comeback in 2014 on the undercard. It's seven years later now, and he's still kind of struggling with injuries, but yeah. he's still there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love if he won. Don't like O'Malley's team. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just, yeah, some news. Well, the week after, Leon Edwards finally has a fight. So, it'd be good, good to get to see him back in there. Is he uh, again? Uh, Bilal Muhammad. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's about number twelve. You fair play, there. fair play from stepping in there. Yeah. Because n- no one wants to fight Leon Edwards on short notice. So yeah. You have to give him props. Yeah, definitely. I do think Leon wins though fairly handily. Yeah. I think five nil though. I don't think he stops him either. I think it was the good call too. Uh, Wonder Boy was half saying he was if my hands heal up, I can fight you in about May or the start of June. He needs a fight. Uh, yeah. Leon, I think he made the right call saying on this card he needs a fight like it's coming up to like he's in his prime. Was he's the on last the... time he fought? Couldn't be Gunny, was it? No, not long after though. It was RDA, July 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's almost two years. Yeah. You know? So it'd be good to see him get back in there. Like this is a guy who's like the longest streak in the division is Usman at 12. Next one's Leon. He's eight or nine in a row. It's crazy. And he hasn't fought in two years. He's in his prime. Yeah, you know he's he's twenty nine now. He needs to and then fight Wonderboy or Hamzat in the summer. And yeah, then then you're he already deserves a title shot, but then no one can. Yeah, because I think Usman and Masvidal too. I just looked at my phone there, so I'm not sure if it's um clickbait, but it's been September apparently. Yeah, so that would be so like timeline he, wise, he's gonna need another fight in between. Yeah, so fight Hamzat. Or wonder by then, and then no one, no one can say you don't deserve a title. Yeah, shot, you know. Hopefully he's active already. Like, but you know, definitely. Hopefully he's an active year. Yeah. So that wraps this episode. Uh, if you do like it, make sure to share it. Share it on your story. Share it with your friends. If you do want to support us, we do have a Patreon available at www dot 
patreon.com forward slash the casual fan and also shout out to manscaped for supporting us here and if you'd like to support us and manscaped make sure to use our code for 20 percent off everything on the website and free shipping the code is casual fan all caps c-a-s-u-a-l-f-a-n thanks for listening